1: Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. This is the last podcast episode where Tyler is not a married man. Tyler, congratulations. Uh, It hasn't happened yet, so I won't won't accept that. Today we are reviewing the most iconic movie to ever come out in cinema. I just want to piss everyone off by saying that. Space Jam, colon, A New Legacy, starring LeBron James, Don Cheadle, the colon silent, and Zendaya. Correct. Um, yeah, we're going to review spa- the new Space Jam. Uh, definitely. I don't want to say contentious. I don't think it's very contentious, but an interesting movie that's getting some uh, interesting feedback. Um, I definitely have a lot to say about the movie itself, about how it's being received and some of the hypocrisy in film uh, reviews and cinema. So we're going to touch on that. Mm. And then since we don't have any MCU content, no Loki, no trailer dropped, um, knowing us, Spider-Man trailer will drop tomorrow. So be on, be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Um, we're just going <laughs> to rank uh, our five best favorite whatever uh, ooh, athletes. Ooh, no ranking sir this is a draft our draft draft our favorite uh, athlete turned movie stars because LeBron James is an athlete turned movie star or just athlete actors hey maybe they aren't quite a movie star yet. he has done three some like big studio movies he yes maybe some people we draft aren't aren't can you tell I don't
0: feel so good. Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes!
1: A rogue artificial intelligence kidnaps the son of famed basketball player LeBron James, who then has to work with Bugs Bunny to win a basketball game. Is that a hit? That's it.
0: <laughs> wow. Short.
1: That is one of our shortest synopsises yet. Um, it's It's accurate. Yeah, unlike some that just bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's LeBron, um, you know, doing his thing, rescuing his son, his, playing his. The, the goon squad. Also, like, halfway rescuing his son, but also, like, his son wasn't vibing with him. Yeah. Did his son want to be rescued? At the end, yeah. I mean, he rescued all of humanity that was tuning in to watch that game. It's true um spoilers of course as with all of our movie reviews so if you not not if you have not seen space jam go back watch it come back and listen to this thank you for uh, supporting us um yeah so it, it's similar to space jam one but different um which should have been expected i again i have a problem with the way this movie has been received and we'll see maybe you shit on the movie too and i'll have a problem with you but i think if you shit on the movie you'll shit on it for the right reasons where i think the reason it's getting shit on by most people is the wrong reasons um you know, so it wasn't a straight remake. It wasn't a straight uh, sequel, you know, Monstars coming back for vengeance, whatever, which should have been expected. I, I think if you try to go that route, uh, it would be even worse. And this route was a different spin on it while using the property LeBron James. And they, they nod to the first one, you know, and they make, they make Michael jokes. Jordan jokes. A very obvious Michael Jordan joke. Oh, yeah. Which is, I think, my favorite part of the movie, if I'm being honest, Ty. I'm glad he agreed to do that. <laughs> um, Michael B. Jordan, you know, they, they said they found Michael Jordan at halftime to give a, a pep talk. And in comes Michael B. Jordan. Just just eating some popcorn. And it, it was pretty funny. How much money do you think he's made off just having the same name as Michael Jordan? <laughs> because he also did like all of the fucking acting and mocap shit for like one of the NBA two K games. Yeah. And I'm he's just like, I'm Michael Jordan. It's a great name Side to sign me the fuck up. It was it was fucking that was funny though. That was funny. I'm surprised. I thought I still thought MJ was gonna show up in some capacity. Like not as a, a crucial part of the story, but I thought maybe LeBron wins the game and you see MJ like in the crowd, like thumbs up. But then again, a lot like his fans, MJ's ego was probably too big to do that. <laughs> um, no, but it, it's a it's a fun family movie in theaters, HBO Max. You know, they kind of toy with the whole idea of all the HBO pro- or the, the Warner properties. Um, they're in the server verse which is, again, all these different, you know, Warner properties. The whole reason the algorithm's pissed is because this algorithm comes up with this idea for to just insert LeBron in a bunch of different Warner properties, and LeBron hates it, and then he captures them. All that fun stuff. Um, and then we get a basketball game against his son, against some NBA stars who were turned into, you know, some counterparts. Uh, Dame Time was very OP. Yeah, it was. Um, trying to recruit him to the Lakers, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, so it was it was a fun you know, basketball, kid movie, again, I have, you know, some of the problems, you know, I have a problem with how this movie has been perceived compared to its predecessor. Um, I don't know when I'm going to go in on my rant, but I guess as we go along with the scale, we'll talk about the movie more, and my rant will come out eventually. That's fair. I, just just so, for reference, it has a 31% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah, 31%, but it has an 81% audience. Correct. Um, which, This movie's not trying to get a super high Rotten Tomatoes score, Um, so I I don't think, you know, that's not a, I mean, it it is an indication, but I don't think they're going to lose sleep about it. Uh, Space Jam 1, you know, much to people that may not realize, um, had a, what, 44% on Rotten Tomatoes? 44% with only a 63 audience score. Yeah. So, I mean, that'll go back to my point about uh, when I'm going to go on my rant. Anything else about this movie, Ty, before we jump into the Pat and Penny movie ranking scale? Let's fucking jump into it, Jay. What'd you give it? Four story. Okay, so again, you know, I love LeBron James. I'm a LeBron James stan mm, uh, when yeah. it comes to the NBA. Um, Shocker, just, the LeBron stan loved this movie. Um, I Wouldn't I say I loved this movie? <laughs> um, you know, but actor LeBron's different than NBA LeBron. I, liked it. I like NBA LeBron because he's just good and I kind of didn't vibe with the whole Kobe vibes you know back in the day and um I just everyone hates LeBron for no fucking reason Mm. can we admit that he's like the most unjustly hated athlete like ever like Mm. he has I I know he switched teams and I guess that's the one you know thing you could hate him for but the dude is literally like he doesn't you know cheat on his wife he has a family I mean that we know of you know Dating his girlfriend he's had since high school or whatever, you know, opens the I promise school starts a voting thing, you know, to help people get involved with the election and, you know, register to vote like does all these fantastic mm. things and people just still fucking hate him. Counterpoint addicted to wine, <laughs> addicted to wine. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> plot slash story, though. It was rough at times. It, it, it kept going. It had a, a story that you, I understood. I wasn't confused at any points. But there was some logic jumps, some corny reasoning, some corny writing. I gave it a nine out of twenty. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm I, I'm sitting at eleven, and I don't even know. Just because like the 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 family aspect of it, and him not a, like him being raised away, and like you know him wanting that for his son, but then being accepting of his son by the end. Like I didn't hate that. That was fine. That's I a just, good message. I mean, we'll talk about characters. I just think it was corny at times. <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the way it flowed, it was okay. I didn't hate it. I wish they would have gone a different route on how they told the story. Um, I think if you make some small tweaks, this could have been pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, it's not that it wasn't fun, but I think the story itself could have been pretty fun. Yeah. And I, like I said, it had an A to B to C. It had they get into the server verse. He gets his team. You have the basketball game, which is 40 minutes of the movie, which it should have been. Um, you know, we get to the basketball game and Riley's Riley asked me. She was like, hey, is this movie already almost over? I was like, no, the game will be 30, 40 minutes. Like, that's what it should be. You know, it, the game should be most of this movie. Um, I just think some of the and it, it's kind of an issue you're dealing with. I have a comment on this. Oh, OK, um, the issue you have with this kind of movie is you balance trying to have fun with all the ideas they had in the different Warner Brothers IPs and the basketball game itself, but also trying to tell a story that sets up all of that without the movie being too long. So I think, by nature, you kind of have to rush that beginning part. And it it was a little bit rushed. I mean, they're into the server-verse 10 minutes in the movie, and it's just like, how do they get to the server-verse? They get off on the wrong floor in the elevator, and they walk into this giant orb thing. Like Again, it's just a byproduct of the movie itself. The first Space Jam, I mean, it's the same thing. Michael Jordan gets pulled down through a golf hole by Bugs Bunny. Correct. You know, and then the Monstars and all that stuff. So movies like this are ridiculous. It's a kid's movie. There's a reason why Pixar is the absolute best because they turn kid family movies into legitimate great stories. A lot, you know, kid and family movies do not have that same luxury. Um, and it's just kind of a byproduct of the movie they were making. I think. Yeah. And again, they're, they're fine making the logic jumps. This isn't a fucking Academy award winning thing. Like it's for kids. They're okay. Being a little ridiculous at points. Yeah. That's it's a fucking kid's movie. It never was meant to be anything more than that. Yep. What'd you give it for cinematography? So this seems to be the category where we vary a lot. You know, some movies I watch on my bad TV, Mm. some movies I watch in IMAX, some movies I watch on my phone. I was fine with everything visually in this film. I thought the 3D Looney Tunes were fine. I thought they kind of looked a little weird, but not atrocious. Um, I thought the LeBron animation was fine and how they wove him into some of the other properties and whatnot. Obviously, it was a little bit fish out of water when you have the LeBron animation style, you know, onto the animated Superman, but that was intentional. Um, you know, I thought I didn't have any problems with these special effects or anything. Um, I thought they did a good job building the world and whatnot. I gave it a 15. You have 14. Okay. <laughs> I was fine with it. I, I didn't love when they turned 3D. Um, I thought it did look kind of funky, reminiscent of Awful Sonic. <laughs> um, hey, but, did you ever watch repackaged Sonic though no I never watched Sonic it wasn't that bad that's fine I'm just saying original Sonic that was bad <laughs> that one looks like a pedophile <laughs> um, other than that though like it was cool seeing him in the different things I love the Mad Max scene where they're in the Mad Max car <laughs> yeah. and then Wiley e. Coyote fucking spray paints his teeth and fucking tries to kill him like that was, that was I like that part where they're jumping around I wish the movie would have had more of that so I wish it would have been more focused on different properties, like we have to do okay. Like focus a okay. mission. So, less properties, but more time with each property. Okay, so the, we're already on visuals, and I guess I'm going to give my rant. So, this is a problem a lot of people have with this movie, is the fact that they use these properties, Time, Yeah. I've seen it on said Twitter. it's a Warner Brother commercial. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it on Rotten Tomatoes. I've even seen it, you know, there was a writer for Lake Show Life who did a movie review, and he wrote this, you know... <laughs> All respect to him. He has his own opinion. I just think it's – it is an easy argument against the movie that, like, a few people have made and everyone has just hopped onto because a lot of people are trying to find reasons not to like this movie for whatever reason, which I'll touch on that. Um, but, yeah, there's there's a problem – you know, people talking about, you know, you know, it feels less like a movie than a sales pitch where Warner Brothers wants to remind you that it owns everything from Casablanca to Game of Thrones. Um, that's fucking fun to watch. You know, and it's fun to watch the two characters do their stuff. These are rotten reviews and Rotten Tomatoes, and when it spoofs other Warner Bros. films, okay, so this guy actually did um, like it. Did like it, um, but there, you know, it doesn't take long before New Legacy feels more like a two-hour commercial for the entire Warner Brother catalog than a movie in its own right. Um, it looks like the spoiler alert from a fairly rancid Warner Brothers. IP commercial ad. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's it, it's just. I don't understand that. Okay, so I, I did I went back. And the part where they go from property to property and they go to the, the Batman, you know, or the Superman, whatever, the Justice League animated world and the Mad Max world and the Matrix and all that stuff. That portion of the movie is ten minutes hmm. of an hour forty eight runtime. Mm-hmm. That is nine percent of the movie. And it was probably my favorite nine percent. I agree. Um so A, two things. a. This movie wasn't that. They had that for 9% of the movie, and then they had, like, King Kong in the fans. In yeah, the stands. They had different properties in the stands. You saw the mask on the sideline. like it, So just the fact that people were trying to say it was a commercial thing, like, I, I don't see that at all. Especially when you go look at things like Ralph Breaks the Internet. Mm-hmm. And I like that movie. Um, I really like that movie. I like that movie more than the first one, um, which I remember we debated about. That one has like an 88% of Rotten Tomatoes and it is much more flexing the Disney properties. Maybe not much more, but you have that whole portion with the princesses and the stormtroopers and the Marvel stuff. And you have all that in there, but people don't shit on it. Then you have Ready Player One, which is a little bit different because it's not like a a property, you know, kind of flexing its stuff. But they do mention, you know, like The Shining and that's in the book. Yes, but they do mention these things. People don't shit on that movie for that. And for whatever reason... A movie that's based on the idea of Michael Jordan working with a Warner Brothers property takes that idea and expands it to have fun with it. And people are just saying it's like a commercial ad. Yeah. It it just makes no sense to me. Again, only 10% of the movie. And it was a good part of the movie. It was cool to see, you know, fucking Daffy Duck pretending to be Superman and all this stuff. Like, it was fun. Them riding the fucking dragon from Game of Thrones. That's dope. Yeah, like – Rick and Morty was in there. Yeah. Um, the Mad Max scene, like you said, that I laughed at that that scene. That was great. I, I'm we, glad we watched Mad Max last year because I enjoyed <laughs> that scene so much more. Um, you know, LeBron had the face paint on and everything. And I, th- I, I just – there's this weird thing, and this is where I, I continue to rant, and it's in basketball, but it's extended to this as well, is there's, like, this weird aura with Michael Jordan, like – Cause he's really is the first mega athlete superstar in any sport. Like, you know, you watch the last dance and you know, his, his, uh, sneaker sales and everything like there was superstars, but this guy transcended sports, you know, and became a billionaire. And there's this weird thing about him where you can't say anything negative about him ever. Like you can't compare other NBA stars to him. That's why people hate LeBron is because LeBron was quote unquote, the next Jordan. And then people didn't like him. Cause you know, people thought he was overlooking Kobe, all that stuff. Um, and in reality, Space Jam 1 isn't as good as people think it is. Like, it's not – I like Space Jam 1. Have you seen Space Jam 1? What kind of fucking question is that? Of course I've seen Space Jam 1. <laughs> <laughs> I like Space Jam 1, and I'm not sitting here trying to shit on Space Jam 1 because it is a good movie. But I like Space Jam 1 and in the same breath that I like this movie. Yeah. And they're both dumb and stupid and fun. And but for some reason we're having like this revisionist history where it's like everyone is pretending like Space Jam One was this great film, and LeBron's fit version is just so much worse. And I I think it's I, I I genuinely think it's a Michael Jordan thing. I yeah I don't I don't get why this movie's getting so much hate because you can't make, you can't remake it like unless Kobe Bryant remade this movie like everyone was gonna hate it or Michael Jordan remade it you know like. It's just this whole, you know, it's, I don't know. I feel like people went into it not wanting to like it because, you know, of the situation. And I read the critics' consensus on Rotten Tomatoes. and the the original Space Jam, critics' consensus. While there's no slam dunk, Space Jam's silly, Looney Tunes-laden slapstick and vivid animation will leave younger viewers satisfied. Though accompanying adults may be more annoyed than entertained. Okay, fair. And then you go to Space Jam 2. Despite LeBron James' best efforts to make a winning team out of the Toon Squad, Space Jam A New Legacy trades the zany, meta-humor of its predecessor for a shameless, tired exercise in IP-driven branding. What? And that's what I don't understand is the hate isn't even really towards LeBron. It's like they don't like the studio involvement part of it, which I'm like, that that was the whole pro- – like. That's what they were trying to do with the first one. They just could do it in this one. Yeah, they just didn't have as many resources, so they just stuck to Looney Tunes. Yeah, if they could have, they would have done that in the first one, too. It's just they had the ability to expand upon that in this one, so they did. Yeah. And even then, they limited themselves to where it was like, he was like, I want this person on my team, this person. They're like, no, it's going to be the Looney Tunes still. Yeah, he didn't re- literally have Superman on his team. Yeah, like he wanted Iron Giant and shit, and yeah, they appeared, but they're like, no, the Looney Tunes are still the main people in this. Like, Yeah. Sure, we'll show everybody else and whatnot because that's the fucking point of this is, like, you know, he's crossing over into this. But I I thought those scenes were fucking fun. Yeah, I did too. Uh, I wish they would have taken time and instead of just, like, quick little snippets, like, part of the movie he's stuck on Mad Max World. Part of the movie he's stuck in fucking Hogwarts. Yeah. That would have been fun. A basketball game on, like, each, each property. Sure. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That would have been a good time. Yeah, man. I just... My, the whole reason I read the Critics' Consensus is, like, you read the Space Jam 1, and it literally says, you know, it's no slam dunk. Accompanying adults may be more annoyed than entertained. But then in the Critics' Consensus for the second one, it says it trades the zany meta humor of its predecessor. Like, again, I think people are overrating the first film when they look at this film retroactively. Well, I think that's an issue with a lot of older films that become classics. Oh, where for it's sure. Like, they're very popular despite not being great films. Yeah. And people look at them through these fucking rose colored lenses and think they're incredible when they really weren't. This movie, if it was released, if there's no Michael Jordan, if there's no anything, LeBron plays in the fucking 90s and this movie's released, it's the exact same reception. Oh, yeah. And I. It's the exact same level of movie as the first Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. And I even said, uh, Jared Ramos responded on Twitter because I, I tweeted like my Space Jam review and he said, I can't wait for Space Jam 3 with Luca. And I tweeted. I forgot what I said. I was just like, yeah, if Steph was in this, you know, it wouldn't have been – people would have liked it as much. I just – I don't think that necessarily may go over to the critics. I hope critics aren't, like, basketball fans and letting that cloud their judgment. But I do think – I mean, you have 81 audience, which is good. But I'm talking more about the stuff on Twitter and people shitting on the movie on Twitter. I think that's the whole LeBron, Michael Jordan, weird, you know what I mean, kind of deal going on. So, yeah, and I feel like – I mean, just – 81% 81% audience score, that's a vocal minority. Yeah. I think is what it comes down to, because a significant amount of people had a fun time with this movie. We had a fun time with this movie, and 81% of fucking Rotten Tomato viewers enjoyed it too. Well, so it, yeah. it's, a, it's a vocal minority who they're going to shit on anything LeBron's part of, and we're just like, yeah, it's fun. Jerry Harrison Jr., he's a former Dodger, he's on like, the studio show now. Okay. You follow him on Twitter. All of his tweets are just Michael Jordan retweets about like different stats about Michael Jordan. I guarantee he probably has a tweet about this. Um, yeah, so you have those people who shit on it for that reason, and then the critics are shitting on it for the IP thing. Yeah, like last one I'll read. This is Mac- Maxinence, Maxence? Vincent of Cultured Vultures. A-, a new legacy contains a better and more urgent story than the first one, but the film's focus on established Warner Brothers IP makes it more f- makes it feel more like a commercial for better movies than anything else. That I just don't get it. I like this one, um, this review by Miguel Romero Fernandez. Um, it's just rotten. It says chaotic, period, brackets, full review in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you get. <laughs> um, I guess we'll continue on this movie ranking scale. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of goes into it with uh, key elements. What would you give it? I gave it a 17. You gave it a 16. I liked it. It was fun. It, You know, you have the family element, which is like, corny for adults but i think that is a good message for children you know Mm -hmm. an eight-year-old child isn't going to dissect the corniness of it you know they might there might be a 10-year-old kid out there there definitely is who watches this and feels similar you know feeling pressured by their parents maybe there's some messaging to the parents too you know um but i looked at this movie and i i thought i was like if i was 10 and i watched this movie how much would i have fucking loved it and the answer is a lot yeah for sure so that's kind of what helped the key elements like yeah you know especially your young kid who fucking loves lebron yeah like as an adult, yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going to throw Space Jam on just because. But, you know, I might watch the game scene again or something. Like, it was just fun. It was dumb and it was fun. If I was a kid, I would have fucking rewatched it a lot and I would have fucking loved it. Yeah. So, 17. I thought they made a fun family movie. I did, too. I thought they had a good time with it. I, I think they had their own unique twist on it with all the different properties and shit and how it wasn't just a normal basketball game. It was like a like a style points to where they had to be loony to win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like what they did with it. It was fun. I liked the basketball scene. I like all the weird shit they had going on there. Um, I love these movies, though. Just to touch back on plot. Like, they get loony in the second half and they score a bunch of points. But, like, the other team just didn't score at all. Yeah, they just gave up. Like, they went from scoring a 1,000 points in the first half to – I don't think – I think scoring two in the second half. Well, I think the issue is grandma locked down Dame time. <laughs> <laughs> but they were scoring before Dame time. Ah, <laughs> Dame time made a difference and Granny locked his shit up. <laughs> oh my god. But it just it's again, the first one is it's the same bullshit, you know, like it's a kids' movie, but it's just funny how it's like they just sucked all of a sudden. It was a meltdown. It was they, a bigger meltdown than the Suns blowing it to a lead in the finals. Yeah, they didn't know what to do. Congrats to the honest I was gonna go on a whole uh congrats to the Bucks. I'm very happy for him, blah blah blah, and then say Tom Brady visited the White House <laughs> and just be like, Oh, Milwaukee won the finals. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do it. I was going to, though. Both bucks. Thanks Champions. high. You know, if Chris Paul was in this movie, I would have said maybe he'll take a pay cut to go to the Lakers because he would have had a fat Space Jam paycheck. Mm, but Anthony Davis for sure got a big paycheck. He did nothing. Well, because the reason I say that is right when the Lakers traded for him, which is like right when they announced the casting, um, He so he got traded for the Lakers, and then he had a thing in his contract, a trade kicker, where if he got – Traded, he got paid an extra like six million dollars and it would have went against the Lakers cap and they wouldn't have had any money. Oh, to, he like dropped it, right? Yeah, to sign Kawhi, which they didn't sign Kawhi anyways, but they thought they were gonna sign Kawhi. Yeah, and he was just like, no nah, it's okay. I'll just turn down six million. Yeah. No, that's because the Brown was like, You come out here, dog. I'll put you in a fucking movie and, and pay you ten million. Stupid studio fucking it's, money. It's fucking backdoor tampering. It is a hundred percent backdoor yeah. tampering. There is a reason he picked Damian Lillard. Who is now fucking in trade rumors? The reason he picked Clay Thompson, whose contract I think he signed a new one, but I think at the time it was about to be due up. Uh, who, who else? And then the the WNBA players. Do you think he wants them on the Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, maybe. There was what two WNBA Dame Time and Anthony Davis. Am I missing someone? Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Okay, yeah. so yeah, he fire, he, uh, fire water water. Fi- what the fuck's his name? <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was confused, confused by that one. I was confused about what happened to Dame. Why? Cause, Because I was watching the movie, and I was like, where the fuck is Damian Lillard? Oh, Miller? you didn't know he was coming off the bench. Yeah, I didn't know. I was like – and then he came off, and I was like, damn, they made him really overpowered. LeBron's really trying to fucking recruit his shit. Yeah, no, he was like sixth man but also MVP. <laughs> and that's what was funny because Anthony Davis really didn't do anything, and it's – they filmed this in two summers, so they – like back-to-back summers. So what happened was he probably paid – Anthony like – Oh, you know, told Anthony Davis like, "Hey, come to the Lakers." He gets Anthony Davis. Now Anthony Davis is on the team, and he's like, "Oh, actually, you're gonna do nothing. You're just this ugly fucking vulture. I'm just gonna roast the shit out of you too." <laughs> like he made a couple of very mean lines. Uh, yeah, he talked about his unibrow. Yeah. Said he needs to shave it. <laughs> I was like, "Why are you being so mean to your fucking teammate, dude? He helped you win a fucking championship." And Dame's not on the team yet, so he, of course he made Dame the boss. The- <laughs> um. You know, on Key Elements, too, while we're here, I thought it was relatively funny. It wasn't like a knee buckler, and I think a kid's going to find it way more funny than I am. But it had some funny moments, and it had, like, meta jokes about LeBron and leaving the teams and, you know, like, Don Cheadle telling him, like, that's what your dad does. He just leaves everyone. And, like, LeBron (laughs) took everything on the chin, and I would think some people would appreciate that, but they didn't. And the Michael Jordan joke. And there were some funny moments that I laughed at. There's plenty of kid humor in it, too, that I'm sure they had a good time. His older son getting hit in the face repeatedly with the basketball to start the movie. I laughed at that. I don't know why it was so funny, but the machine just fucking kept drilling him in the face, and I kept having to laugh. My dad is going to like this movie because he likes slapstick humor. It would be great. Um, It was fun. fun Yeah, the Looney Tunes were the Looney Tunes. and Characters. This is where it comes back down to earth um, because you have a a non-actor – Well, he is an actor now. He's got three big studio movies. Three big studio movies. Is the lead role, and it was rough. Um, Voice acting was fine, which is the easiest kind of acting, I would argue, unless you're doing like. That's so disrespectful to voice actors. (laughs) Who's just a voice actor? Lots of guys. You don't know them typically. Kenny, what? SpongeBob. But he does a voice. If you do voices, yes. But LeBron wasn't doing a voice. LeBron was doing his voice. Yeah. That is not hard. Um, so, like, you're asking for guys who just just do, like, voice acting? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. Tom Kenny? No, but the guy who does Bender in Futurama. Oh, yeah, yeah. Has, like, a million voice but acting. he does voices. I'm saying LeBron was just LeBron. And when LeBron did that Abominable movie, I'm pretty sure he was just LeBron John DiMaggio. Uh, it was Smallfoot, not Abominable. But when he did that Smallfoot movie, I guarantee he was just LeBron's voice. In The Abominable Snowman. Yeah, probably. So, not that hard. Anyways, um, there was rough points, though. The basketball game was better. Um, even the final line where he stops playing to talk to his son and tell him he can be what he wants to be. And the final scene where he's walking him to the game or convention. I thought those were fine. And you said during our break it felt like they filmed this movie in order because the start of the movie was rough. Yeah. Like, it was just that, – I, that I don't, don't know first, if they're in a time crunch. That first basketball scene with his kids at his house was just awful. Just awful acting. <laughs> Which surprised me because he was good in Trainwreck. Like, he was legitimately, like, good. He seemed like a nat- like a natural. Yeah, and then this was, like, I, I don't know. I, I think – so, in Trainwreck, he was obviously playing himself, but it was – I don't know. It was, like, different. I feel like this, he was trying to be, like, like how he is as a real dad. You know what I mean? Like, and he, there was just some awkwardness there. Like, I he was pretend <laughs> parenting. And I also think it, there's something where he was leading the scene in this, oh, yeah, yeah. where he's the guy who has to drive the scene forward. Where in Trainwreck, he was bouncing off Bill Hader, one of yeah. the fucking, you know, very accomplished actor. And he was the secondary guy in the scene. Yeah, Which takes sure. a lot of pressure off him. Yeah. Um, so if Bill Hader feels authentic, then it's easy for him to feel authentic. Whereas he was trying to work with a child actor, and he was having to be the one who sets the tone. Um, that's got to be harder. Yeah, for sure. Um. I gave it a 10 for characters. I gave it a 12. Okay. I thought he got better throughout. I thought the kid actors was fu- were fine. Um, I didn't really – The fucking Don Lincoln's. Cheadle was kind of – Oh, Don Cheadle sucked. Yeah. <laughs> no, <Nah>, 11. <laughs> Don Cheadle was really bad. Um, and he should have been the good one. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't great at Being that. Being Don Cheadle. Yeah. Um, His character was just awkward and, like, felt very inauthentic. It was a kid villain, yeah. And a lot of the lines felt forced and like you didn't yeah. know how to handle it. I, I think it was just a miscast. Yeah. Like I liked Don Cheadle, but I feel like you could get someone else in that role to do a better job. I, who? I don't know, but it wasn't him. Algae Rhythm. what do you think of that name? It's terrible. I I think it was Futurama who had Al Gore Rhythm. <laughs> like Al Gore. Uh-huh. Um much better and i think that was used so they are forced with algae rhythm I'm trying to th- like who would have been a good i don't even know michael jordan what if he was the R- i mean rhythm. i mean all jokes aside i think he would have been better <laughs> and then you could have had the jordan versus lebron debate oh my god and then, no see that's the thing it's like fucking vin diesel in the rock michael jordan would not have lost michael b jordan would have lost michael b jordan has algae rhythm Yes. Did you think actual Michael <laughs> yeah, Jordan? That's who I was talking no! about. No. <laughs> God no, he's a terrible actor. <laughs> that would have been good. I think Michael and B. Jordan does a good job in this role. And they could have played like a And it would have been something where like jokes. Yeah. Where like he turns around and flips back around and then you just give Jordan a fuck ton of money to actually be there. Real Jordan. Okay. And it's just Michael Jordan for one scene and then he comes back. He's like, No, nah, I'm just Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, like changing shape or yeah. something to Michael Jordan. Yeah. He would have been good. Don Cheadle sucked. Um, LeBron was fine, though, at the end of the movie. I liked the the Looney Tunes. They were doing their their loony things. Yeah. So I'm fine with it. What would you think of Bugs Bunny just dying and then coming back with, like, no explanation? <laughs> Not a clue. I, d- I don't understand what happened. I'm, it's a kid's movie, though. I think that was, like, the meta joke because he just was like, I'm a Looney Tune. I can't die. Like, it was just, like, I think it was, like like, a nod. Like, yeah, we're just going to. We're not even going to try to explain it. Like yeah. I bet you that's what the pitch was in the edit like the production room like you know. Like it's the fucking Looney Tunes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you see all the shit we do to Wile E. Coyote? Yeah, well no, they had a they had a meeting and they had a bunch of fucking like things drawn and you know like on the on the whiteboard, like papers drawn and then what's that one meme where I think it's from Workaholics or whatever and the guy like pounds the table and he's, it's like in a meeting. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> oh, well some dude probably just spoke up like why are we doing this? It's the fucking Looney Tunes, and then it was like a light bulb moment. Love that, yeah. No, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. I loved that Tweety Bird um, kept going around LeBron's head. He kept getting concussed. I did say uh, Tweety Bird. Um, I when the game started, I was like, "What the fuck is Tweety Bird going to do?" And then Tweety Bird got a fucking dunk. So I would like to apologize to Tweety Bird. Underestimated her, him, her. Did you ever watch Looney to- Baby Looney Tunes? Yeah. I told Riley about that show, and she was making fun of me that I watched it. I was like, it was a good fucking show. I loved that show as a kid. Who the fuck is she? <laughs> Who is she to make fun of you? Because she was like, did you ever watch Looney Tunes? And I was like, I watched baby Looney Tunes, and she was making fun of me. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, she had no idea what it was either when I – it only got two seasons, so. Obviously, wasn't watching very many different episodes. It was a good two seasons. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, enjoyment Ty. How much did you enjoy this movie? You it a 14. I gave it a 15. You've been just a click above me for every single one of these, except uh plot slash story. Yeah. Um, I had fun with this movie. It was a fun watch. It was the perfect length. Um, they did fun things with the IP. The basketball game was fun. And yeah, some of the story and whatnot was lacking in that department. The characters were lacking, but that didn't take away from my enjoyment. It just took away from it being, you know, a really, really good film. You figure, if I give both of those categories a 15, we're looking at a, you know, score in the 80s. So, yeah. I I enjoyed it. It was exactly what it needed to be. I don't understand all the hate for it. It's it's not a, a like a a cult classic and I well, like you said, if it was released in 1999, maybe it would have been or probably would have been. Um, you know, it's not a cinematic masterpiece by any stretch of the imagination, but it was fun. It was fun. There's a fun movie with a fucking big-time athlete starring. And this is where I, I run into a problem with my fresh Rotten rating because I think I said my cutoff is like 70. But it's like different movies, you know? Like would I give this a fresh? I don't know. I think I would. I think I lean fresh even though I think I said my cutoff is like 70. Mine is it just has to be within the lines. Uh, 65 would have to be the score to beat. Oh, maybe I did say 65. No, I did. I did say 65 because I gave um something a 64 way back when. I think without remorse I don't know I gave something right on that edge yeah you did yeah so but 65 within the lines it would be a fresh for me and this would be fresh because I gave it a 66 out of 100 Are you sure yeah I feel like you were a tick above me on everything and I also gave it a 66 I mean I have automatic adding on my so do I yeah you had 11 for plot story yeah that's plus two okay you had 14 for visuals. Yeah. I had 15, so that's plus one. Key elements, you have a 17. I had a 17. You had a 16. Yeah. So we're even. Yep. Characters, I had a 10. You had an 11. Oh, uh, there it is. Plus one. And then enjoyment was one difference. So we gave it the exact same score. <laughs> we gave it the exact same score, and it, it gets in there <laughs> one <laughs> point within the lines. Which is fair. It's just good enough for what it is for me to give it a fresh, I think. Yeah. And it's it's being aware that this movie wasn't made for us. Um, this it is was a, still fun, though, even though it wasn't for yeah, us. Yeah, and that's why I'm fine with the 66. Like, I think this movie wasn't for us, but with that being said, I think they made this movie with the intent to get kids to watch it and enough jokes for the parents who grew up watching Space Jam 1 mm-hmm. to be able to watch it and have fun with it, too. Which is what they it's, did. It's for that audience to watch with their kids now. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of right in the middle of that where you know we watch Space Jam 1 years i mean it came out when i think the year we were born 88 98 96 came out two oh, years shit. before okay. we were born yeah so you know like and i'm fine with what they did it was a fun watch i had a good time with it obviously it's for kids but there's enough stuff in there that i enjoyed it um just don't take it too serious yeah i want to rewatch space jam one because it's been a while since i've seen it um it, it's been a while so i i wanted i was going to rewatch it and like do a side movie ranking scale for this episode, which maybe we should have done since we're kind of lacking content a little bit. and We wouldn't have – we wouldn't go in-depth on Space Jam 1, but we could have compared and contrasted. Oh, well. That's on us. Fair. <laughs> that's on us. Fair. Um, But, you know, as someone who likes LeBron, it, like you said, it was fun. If I would have taken, you know, my future child to see this, I wouldn't have been – felt like I was gypped out of something if I would have taken Gavin or someone you know and they really liked the movie like this is the perfect movie kids do this all the time I did it as a kid Gavin does it as a kid still they say the last movie they saw is always their favorite movie like that's how you know the movie was at least good with Gavin he'll tell you like that's my favorite movie of all time because recency bias yeah and when a movie's bad he doesn't say that like so when we saw Dumbo I was like what'd you think he's like eh it was okay. It was good. That it was, was like, a shit movie. Yeah, you didn't like it then. That's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> he would have said this was his favorite movie of all time probably. Even though maybe – I don't know. He's not a basketball guy, but it was fun. That's all you want it to be. And that's all it needs to be, dude. Yeah. It overtook Black Widow in the box office. There you go. Black Widow, huge fall off. Got to imagine that's premiere access. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So People are staying at home because of uh, you know, COVID still, which I'm going to be honest, Ty – I'm starting to worry about COVID a little bit again. Yeah, case going back up, Delta variant breakthrough cases. They weren't at the studio, but someone at the studio got it, like away from the studio. Oh, Victoria Jesus. was like, "Should I just like not work for the two weeks going up to the yeah, wedding?" Probably. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this, this is not good." I mean, I you're like, at least we're smart and vaccinated, though. Yeah, but that Delta variant. And, I don't know. This isn't like yeah. COVID podcast. Thirty-one point one million though for the weekend, which all things considered is pretty good still you know movie theaters are mostly open around the country but people you know obviously aren't going at the same rate as they would have you know if this released in 2019 and yeah the movie scale the movie um scene is much different than 1996 but and inflation but it did beat the first one first weekend hey so. there we go And the first one made 200 million so also let's just be very aware that this movie is inv- available entirely for free yeah yeah you don't have to go spend money to watch this. These are people choosing to do that. Yeah. Which I, I watched it at home. I did not go see this in movies. Right. Um, I did not have the time to go down to the IMAX theater, and I told you I'm not watching anything <laughs> on the theaters unless it's <laughs> IMAX. <laughs> You're going to give up on that eventually, but it's all right. <laughs> Probably next movie because what do we got next week? Fucking snake. I mean, we, eyes. Have, our, we have our list, but fucking Snake Eyes, Jay. Okay, Snake Eyes next week, and then um, what's after that? Jungle Cruise when is suicide squad right after that snake eyes jungle cruise suicide squad you can guess the next one free guy nice we got a whole month lined up love that look at us being all fucking prepared and shit jay and then i guess one of these eventually what if will be out august yeah so we'll be good there we go we'll be good we just gotta do shit like this in the next couple weeks because right now jay we're drafting athlete actors Let's get back to the pod. Now, you asked me beforehand, do wrestlers count as athletes? And I thought that was a little offensive. (laughs) Why? You just want to comment on that? Well, because I think they're athletes, but I don't think everyone agrees with me that they're athletes. You know how hard they have to work, Jay? They do have to work hard. I know wrestlers. I know relatively famous wrestlers. I mean, I say I know them. They probably don't remember my name, but I know them. You've met. I I was in a wedding. You know, Ty, I'm in your wedding this weekend. Do you have pro wrestlers in your groom your your bachelor grooms what the hell is it called? (laughs) Groomsman? Groomsman Bridal party group bridal party. Do you have pro wrestlers in your bridal party? Future pro wrestler, me. There you go. Would you be my friend if I was a pro wrestler? Yeah. Give give me free tickets. I actually was thinking about this is a little bit of tangent. I'm not going to, but I was I, I'm not fully ruling out ruling it out yet, but SummerSlam is in Vegas, and John Cena just returned. I saw that that crowd popped, <laughs> yeah, it did that crowd popped, yeah, who was I know the guy in the Rain. Roman reigns, yeah, he's one of the ones who got big right after we stopped watching, but well, I know of him. he got big in like way after you watched you was it? watching. Yeah, he didn't get big till when I got back into it, my freshman year is when he like made his debut, oh okay, yeah, but I know of him. he's pretty popular, yeah. He's a two-time cancer survivor. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Um, Strong on and off the – or in and out of the ring. Yeah, he did the whole when he – so he got leukemia. So he got it before he was a wrestler, then he was in WWE, was a champ, got it re-diagnosed and was out for like a year. And he did his whole promo, which I'm a t- I'll am talk about now because he, he obviously survived it. But it was – he did the classic like he came out and he was like, this isn't Roman Reigns talking. This is Joe. Like just broke down the character. Oh shit, his name's Joe? Yeah. Damn. Joe Mama. Was that really his name? I think so. <laughs> uh, I but- don't know how you just do a Joe Mama joke <laughs> in the middle of cancer talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible person. Uh, Lee T. Joseph Ananai. An- 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 wow. He's The Rock's cousin, speaking of athletes turned wrestler uh, turned actors. He's part of the Ananui family. He's The Rock's cousin? Yeah, there's like this big ass family, the Ananui An- An- o- family. That has a bunch of he is part of the ananoi family, <laughs> wrestling family, which also which includes his father, Sika Anoi, brother Rosie, Cousins the Usos, Yokozuna, Rikishi, Umaga, and the Tonga Kid. So I think he's like second cousins or whatever with the rock. He's not like direct cousins, but they're in the family. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Roman Reigns the Rock relationship. <laughs> Unless I'm just completely wrong. Oh. Oh, okay. Although not related by blood, Dwayne Johnson and I'm just gonna say Roman Reigns, otherwise known to the Rock and Roman Reigns, respectively, consider themselves to be cousins, giving the special bond their families share. Mm. So that's I, I'll count it. The Rock is part of a different um, Samoan descent. Samoan is the Rock Samoan. Yes, Islander. He's a part of a different Pacific Islander um, wrestling family. Yeah. No, that sounds right. He's part of the... uh... Oh, wow. His father was part of the first black tag team champions in WWE history. Um, Though his grandfather... Through his grandfather, Maiva, Maiva, Johnson's considered a non-blood relative to the Annoy wrestling family. There we go. Got to the bottom of that. Thank you. Ty, would you like first overall pick? Are we drafting four or five? We're drafting five here, Jay. Okay. We don't do Mount Rushmore. So we just drop top draft top five. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's a one of one. Uh huh. It's Dwayne Johnson. Oh, so you're going first. I said yeah. Oh, okay. Are we doing snake draft or normal draft? We just got to go back and forth here. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm taking Dwayne Johnson. Also, just just so we're clear, um, just professional athlete, get paid to do something physical. Um. Keep your horizons broad. D1, maybe not even getting paid. D1 college, we said counts. I said, yeah, if you could play for a D1 college. Because if you said wrestlers didn't count, I was going to still pick The Rock because he played for Miami. Yeah. <laughs> but just just like a – You'll know if they're an athlete. You just know. I'm trying to think of what you're trying to expand your horizons to, like a motorcycle, like a, You'll like figure a racer. You'll figure it out. My first pick's Dwayne Johnson. Well, I got to go with John Cena then, my first pick. I mean, come on. Yeah, I saw that the one. The future Rock. Oh. He's gonna be bigger than the rock. Oh, don't know about that. Yeah, he's already in trouble because he said uh, Taiwan is a country, and then China didn't like that, and then he took it back and said Taiwan's not a country. He doesn't think Taiwan's a fucking country. You didn't hear about that? No, I've no, I nothing. He was doing. <laughs> so, Ty- China doesn't consider Taiwan to be its own country. Why not? They like declared independence from China. Oh, and China's just like and, no. Like, everyone else recognizes it, but like it's like contentious for China. And he was doing a media tour in China for Fast 9, of course, because it's such a big thing internationally. Yeah, they needed that money. And he wasn't even commenting on, like, Ty- like the issue of Taiwan. He just, like, said Taiwan being a country or whatever. You just, like, said it off-cuff. So, like, the country of Taiwan. Something like that, yeah. And then he had to apologize because he got extreme backlash from the Chinese market. And he did his apology in Mandarin because he's, like, fluent in Mandarin because he taught himself Mandarin. Of course he did. Um, it's fucking sick. So, yeah. So and then everyone was giving him shit because everyone's like Taiwan is a country like, you know. So, already some issues for John Cena. Mm. Draw, the rock would never. I just want to go out on a limb right here, Tai. Taiwan's a country. Thank you, Jay. I just I'm going go on a limb right now. I'm going to do some research before I make a statement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's your second pick? <laughs> My second pick here is um that's Mr. Dave Batista. The actual better uh acting wrestler. Dave Batista is better than John Cena. Really? Did you really have to say that? Yeah. And I stand by it. That's not true. So you think. John Cena's a better actor. Dave Batista's just been in the game longer because he retired from WWE earlier. Dave Batista's better. You seen him in Blade Runner 2049? No. Me either, but I heard it's great. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. This is where it drops off for me, unless I'm just missing someone. You know, I'm going to go with this, Ty. And you're gonna you're gonna shit on this? You're not gonna shit on this. Because this is my favorite WWE wrestler of all time. Who's actually in the news? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's so dramatic. What happened? Who is it? CM Punk. Oh my what? favorite wrestler of all time. Like legitimate wrestling outlets. I mean, this has happened, so he walked out of the WWE like eight years ago. Like, and it's been like this kind of like so. Some wrestling explanation for you. CM Punk walked out because, like, all the shit, his body was, you know, breaking down, all this stuff. He wasn't happy, so he just left. And then they fired him on his wedding day, like, two months later. Um, but he's become kind of like – he was already extremely popular, and he became even more popular because he did that, and he's kind of like the blue whale of wrestling or white whale of wrestling. Like, once he returns, whenever it is, whether it's WWE, AEW, the new wrestling company, it's going to be the biggest pop, like, of all time probably, mm-hmm. um, especially if they do it in Chicago. And But it became a thing in wrestling where anytime WWE did something the fans didn't like or they thought was boring, they would just chant CM Punk's name. Um, so him coming back is like a massive fucking deal. Anyways, I pick him because he has acted in several movies now. He acted in a, a horror movie called um, Girl on the Second Floor third. on the Third Floor. Uh, I believe it like won awards in Sundance and whatnot. Um, he's in another one called Jacob's Wife, which had a notable actress. He's in this HBO series called Heels that's coming out soon. So he's for sure – An actor in my book. Yeah, I've never seen um, any of the stuff that he's in. Me neither. (laughs) But uh, he has a Pepsi tattoo. Yeah. I've never seen it either, though. (laughs) He got his ass beat in UFC. Yeah. So maybe that was an acting thing. He was pretending to be a professional fighter. Hey. (laughs) Uh, Just to follow up, CM Punk Rumors, former WWE star in contract, talks for return, AEW linked. Um, Yeah, I thought he killed his wife and family. With your reaction to Fightful, Punk is believed to be talking with AEW officials, although no contract has been signed and nothing is said So no regarding when or how he would return. Fightful added, AEW seen as the most likely landing spot, with some higher-ups in WWE believing Punk will ultimately sign with AEW. Do you, know who, do you know his real name? Philip Brooks. Such a fucking lame name. That's why he goes by CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. My next pick here, Jay. Um, I don't know if he's been in anything else, but he's great in the, the – uh, the Grown-Up Series, and that's Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, you dick. That is who I was going to pick next. That's just Shaq, baby. Maybe the general commercials for auto insurance. <laughs> you need some Icy Hot. Shaq has a commercial for literally everything. No, yeah, Shaq is Shaq is big Mr. Brand. Yeah, he is. He's, He'll promote fucking anything. Which I would, too. I wouldn't say no to anything, as long as it's like, you know... I hope he's doing research about the companies and whatnot, but... The, I, I love, um... I watch Angels games and I leave on that Bally Sports West and late into the night, they have a thing called Ring of Honor Wrestling, which is yeah. just very, very low level. But it's it's fun. enough. that's where CM Punk came from. Go full circle. Love that. Um. <laughs> There's a commercial that only runs during Ring of Honor Wrestling, and it's Ric Flair selling like car insurance or something. And it makes me laugh every time because it's just old Ric Flair going. Woo! With his just <laughs> his destroyed lungs at the age of ninety, and <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, he almost died last year. Let's be nice to Ric Flair, <laughs> which is why it's funny that he's just doing car insurance commercials. Um, my third overall pick tie. The governor. No, you motherfucker. That <laughs> Arnold, was Arnold. That was my spin on professional athlete Schwarzenegger. <sighs> Maurice, don't bark. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was a paid bodybuilder, um, and he. Is more known for acting. He's a governor, a bodybuilder. He is so talented. Yeah, that was the spin I was trying to take. Um, and I accept it because I'm picking him. And I, I will say that's good for you because I was running away with this if you didn't get Arnold. Oh, okay. I think my team's just dominant. Um, Are we playing basketball? Is that what we're doing here? No, we're just we're making movies with these five people in them. And my movie's winning an Academy Award. Okay. After you shit on the rock, but Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but I got Shaq in there to even it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next pick, now that I can't take Arnie, is uh, Burt Reynolds. Okay. Played football at Florida State. Um, I didn't know this. Very, very good actor. Was great in The Longest Yard. Um, people are going to be really mad that that's the movie I bring up when mentioning Burt Reynolds, but he's great in that. <laughs> the original? He may be in the original. He he's, is in the original. Is he? Yeah. Well, I know he's the old coach in in the Adam Sandler. Oh, one. I think that I think he was Adam Sandler in the original. Fuck yeah! See, I didn't he, realize he was the coach. Yeah, Burt Reynolds is like the the old guy who. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he dies. He gets oh he gets put into the game. He wins the final touchdown. Yeah, that's Burt Reynolds. That's Burt fucking Reynolds. He's dead. He is. R.I.P. R.I.P. Indeed. Boogie Nights. I know that's like a cult classic. Um, isn't isn't one of oh yeah Smokey and the Bandit. Never that's, seen uh, it. That's fucking sick. It's like car chases and shit. Burt Reynolds just seems like a cool fucking dude. And he played college football. He played for Florida State um, his mm. freshman year. Got injured and then got into an accident that re-aggravated that injury. Gave up on sports. You know, he did get a call, a scholarship, so I guess I'll count Fuck it. Fuck yeah, he did. Uh, my next pick is just going to be LeBron James. God damn it. Uh, fourth pick. <laughs> I was hoping you'd overlook him. <laughs> um, in Space Jam... You know, was mostly good. Was great in Trainwreck. Haven't seen Smallfoot. And you know what, Ty? I saw some people making fun of LeBron because Michael Jordan scored like fifty points in Space Jam One, and LeBron only scored like five, and he had. But you know what? He passes to his teammates. He makes everyone else around him better. All right, so he LeBron. Ma- yes. Oh, okay. I think he gets bailed out by his teammates. Oh. So do with that what you will. <laughs> As you said, you were going to pick him next. Well, yeah, he's not on my team anymore. I got to slander him. <laughs> uh, LeBron James. Fourth overall pick. I like that, Jay. Um, so. Oh, defensive in the National Football League. Let's fucking oh, go. Terry Cruz. Yep. Fuck me. I forgot fucking about Terry him. Fucking Terry Cruz. I knew he was an athlete. I forgot how. He played in the fucking NFL. I forgot. Mm. Terry fucking Cruz, Jay. If you don't know, White Chicks. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, Old Spice commercials. Yeah. Everybody loves... Hates Chris, yeah. Fucking Terry Crews. Terry Crews is great. That's a great pull for my fifth pick. Yeah, that's such a fucking pull. Well, I'm gonna go with another somewhat big name actor. He's not big name, but he's in some things. What do I know his name from? Oh, is that what I know his name from? I know this guy, but I don't like. I haven't watched anything he's in. Okay, except Alvin and the Chipmunks. And he's in my name. He is the titular Earl, and my name is Earl. <laughs> what the fuck was he an athlete? For? Jason Lee. Okay. Again, I know his name, but I haven't seen a lot of the stuff he's in besides I, Alvin and the Chipmunks. I think he's in. Uh, a, Lee was a professional skateboarder in the late 1980s and early 1990s. Oh, fucking okay. In 1992, he founded Stereo Sound Agency, known as Stereo Skateboards, with fellow skater Chris Dune Pastris. In 2003, after it had been defunct for a few years, the pair successfully revived the company um yeah he was a professional skateboarder he's in a lot of kevin smith movies Um, that's like mall rats and yeah that's what i know him from yeah jay and silent bob and chasing amy and yeah yeah okay professional skateboarder i fucking fully accept that oh fuck yeah if arnold schwarzenegger counts fucking professional skateboarder definitely counts well are (sighs) you are you are you shitting on bodybuilders i just think skateboarding might be a little tougher Oh, is that a take you're willing to stand behind? When you're doing steroids... Are you really going at fucking bodybuilders right now? They take steroids and it's not policed. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. If I took okay. roids... Yeah, they work out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I haven't worked out in four years, but... Five years. Four years. Let's not sell myself short here. Um, But if I took steroids, I could look good too. Hmm. You can't take st- steroids on a, to be a skateboarder. Okay, Jay. Um, now... I just don't know if the bodybuilding community is a community you want to get on their bad side. Fuck them. What are they going to do? Have fucking roid rage and literally break you in half. <laughs> you know, I'm like – and I don't know if he listens to these, if he does. Hey, Brandon. I'm surprised Brandon hasn't tried to be a bodybuilder yet. Why? <laughs> like, that just seems up his alley. <laughs> like, I, Brandon, I love you, and this is mostly a joke, but I could totally see Brandon, like – Meeting the wrong person who convinces him to take steroids. Mm. And then he gets into bodybuilding. Which, if you fucking make a career out of that, you know, hell yeah. Okay. But tell me you couldn't, like, he would meet one yoked guy in the gym who gives him roids. And then Brandon gets into roids. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I can see Brandon doing roids. <laughs> that's, um, all right. Um. Any Any snubs? I thought this guy was a snub, but he's not an actor in any way. I thought maybe he was a skateboarder, and that's Johnny Knoxville. He is. I think he is a skateboarder. we not like pro he's skateboarder. He's started in like four movies. He's got a new one coming out. I'm saying I don't think he's an athlete. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah new, no, that's a good point. The new Jackass is coming out um in December? I October. So we got to add that to it's our sober Stevo. Can't wait to watch that. He's going to be in so much pain not being able to get high. <laughs> Are you a big Jackass, Jackass guy? So I love the show. I don't think I've seen any of the movies. I've only seen three and that's not for like like if they were on, I'd absolutely watch them. Yeah, that shit's funny. I don't know, I don't know what person on the face of the earth doesn't think Jackass is funny. I've seen Jackass 3D in theaters oh. with my dad. That's the one where they launched like a porta potty in the sky. right? Yeah, so it was my dad and like Kevin. You remember Kevin? I do. And then a bunch of Kevin's friends, like, uh, um, firefighting friends. Like they invited my dad, and my dad took me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I remember we went to fucking Applebee's before the movie. And they were all drinking at the bar. My dad wasn't drinking because it was, like, fucking 2 in the afternoon, and my dad doesn't drink that early. But they were all drinking at the bar at fucking Applebee's. I think Applebee's. Yeah, right there in Jess Ranch. And I was just eating my chicken tenders, and they were all having a good time. (laughs) And I felt so out of place because, like, Taylor wasn't even there. It was all these adults and me. Nice. And I was 12 because it came out in 2010, 12 or 11. (laughs) And then we went and saw Jackass 3D together, and they fucking loved it. And I'll just never forget having the 3D glasses and getting, unsuspectedly, uh, my first movie penis. Oh, 3D. Yeah. Nice. And it was very awkward. My dad at 11 slash 12 took me to see a movie in 3D with a penis. I'm pretty sure I was 11 because I think it was summer if I'm remembering correctly. So that's October 15th. My dad's birthday. Maybe it was for my dad's birthday. I've never had a 3D penis, but absolutely (laughs) is right up Jackass's alley. (laughs) My first movie penis was a Watchmen. Okay. Um, There's the giant. There's the character who tunes giant. He's glowing blue. Um, He doesn't wear clothes. And he's just got a a skyscraper-sized dong hanging. (laughs) Um, So there's that. Other notable snub, Derek Jeter for getting shot in the other guys. That does not count. I think it should. That does not count. Tom Brady and uh, I believe it's Ted. Ted. Yeah. That's great. Great. Um, I just want to follow up real quick. So on Jackass 3D, there's a list of 46 stunts. The, The penis was 28. So we were a little bit over halfway in the movie. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, maybe we're getting out without a penis. And uh, so 27, stunt 27, bad dog. A dog bites Johnny Knoxville's butt. Haha, so funny. I'm laughing at that. 28 is called Helicopter. An RC (laughs) helicopter is tied to Chris Pontius' penis. (laughs) And it was them flying an RC helicopter with his, like, dick just flinging everywhere in 3D. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I knew – I wanted to bring that up because I knew you'd appreciate Helicopter. Helicopter's a great name. <laughs> um, besides that, no sub snubs. I'm surprised Rob Deerdeck hasn't gotten to the, the acting world. You sure he doesn't have any, like, acting credits? I mean, he has ridiculous – like, his TV shows, but that's not really no, acting. No, that doesn't count. Being a host isn't acting. Which he's – dude, he's got to be making so much money on ridiculousness because that's – have you seen those pictures of the MTV – all they play. Like, literally – Literally, they will play eighty-five to ninety percent ridiculousness with like one random movie thrown in. You've seen the pictures, and though, then like right? team. Yes, no, on, like just MTV weekly schedule. It's insane how much they only play that. Like, I don't know what what happened. It obviously gets views. Like, and it's just a Tosh.0 ripoff, which is even funnier. <laughs> it's, it's and it's great. outlasted Tosh.0. <laughs> just fucking fantastic. Um, his net worth is ruff- roughly fifty million, so I can't shit on him. Damn, Rob Deerdeck. I wanted to be him so bad when I was a kid, so bad, I mean, I think he still has a pretty bitch in life, probably, no, yeah, for sure, like, I still would want to be him, but, like, he kind of, like, he's just, like, a skinny white boy like me, and I used to always wear the DC and stuff, Mm -hmm. and you just, you missed the key point of skating, yeah, which is, he's 5'7", hey, there we go, he's, like, 50, he's 47, he's my dad's age, he's actually younger than I thought, I thought he'd be, like, in the 50s. He's older than I thought. I didn't think he was forty-seven. That makes sense, but
0: <sighs>
1: yeah, I don't got anyone else though. <sighs> this is fun. Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam. Notably, was fun. not Michael Jordan. Not Michael Jordan did not appear on our list. <laughs> yeah, he did not. What else is he in? Is it just Space Jam one? Yeah, probably. Michael Jordan, IMDb. I feel like he made like, a, like I feel like he's made cameos though. Maybe. I mean, he's Michael Jordan. Space Jam. He got game. That's pretty much it. He's got seven acting credits. Voices That Care, Voices That Care, video short, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan Jam, video short. Crooklyn Dodgers, Crooklyn, video short. Space Jam. Mary J. Blige, Give Me You, video short. Goat Camp, short. one movie. He's got self, a bunch of self. What does that mean? I don't know. It's just like his credit is self but I don't know if these are necessarily movies. 1998 NBA All-Star Game. Okay. Yeah, Michael Jordan overrated. Whoa, I wouldn't say that. Acting. Jay. That's fair. I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next week, Snake Eyes. We will come snake up eyes. with something um, to do a list on. Maybe like, I don't know. Our favorite. Five hope. keys to a healthy marriage. Our f- uh, I was going to say our <laughs> favorite gambling terms. <laughs> snake Eyes. Pretty cool fucking term. Snake Eyes. Yeah. My favorite gambling term would probably be uh, bust for the deal- dealer bust. Oh, okay. Maybe blackjack. Probably just blackjack. That's a fun one to hear. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I. I we'll know. figure it out. We'll get something to go with it. Notably, I don't. I. We're gonna try and watch this. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But I'm not that interested in it, and yeah. I've never seen any of the other ones. Yeah, I think you're probably going to have to watch it like I, like what is life going to be like for Tyler Wooten like Monday after the wedding? Just back to the normal? I'll be having a like cuz you guys aren't doing an a instant honeymoon. No, yeah, I'll just have a ring on. Be only change, really. I'll be married.
0: Victoria that, that must will be, be Mrs.
1: A, Wooten, but not not officially. That must be like such a weird period. Like we're not fully celebrating it yet, but like we're now married, yeah. but Like already you're just going to be sitting there Monday like having dinner like Victoria, we're married i have already doing that. I'm like, we're getting married this Saturday. <laughs> it's crazy.
0: I go places
1: and be like, I'm not waiting for my girlfriend, waiting for my wife. Well, I just say I'm waiting for Riley because she has a name. Well, yeah, but I'm like the server doesn't fucking know that. They're <laughs> like, all right, I don't know who the fuck Riley is, dumb fuck. That's what they should say to you. I don't really say that. I'm just being stupid. G.I. Joe, though. Yeah. Oh, G.I. Joe Origins. Spinoff. Yeah, it's like Snake Eyes is like a G.I. Joe villain, I think. I don't know. But, so, like, are they restarting the franchise? Is this our starting point? Are we cool to start here?
0: Or I is this, like, know. a prequel?
1: I, I don't know, dude. I don't know who I don't even know who he is. Snake Eyes is one of the most – Snake Eyes is a fictional character from G.I. Joe, a real American hero toy line. He's one of the original most popular members of the G.I. Joe team, most known for his relationships with Scarlet and Storm Shadow. So he's just part of the G.I. Joe team. It's a spin off origin film. Hmm. He, uh, he is portrayed by Ray Park in the 2009 live-action film G.I. Joe The Rise of the Cobra in the 2013 sequel G.I. Joe Retaliation. Henry Golding portrays the titular character in the 2021 spinoff origin film Snake Eyes. So they recast him even. I feel like this is a starting-off point. If we like this, we can get into the new G.I. Joe franchise. Maybe. I haven't watched any of the other ones, so. I know the second one. Um, who, Channing Tatum? Isn't it rocking in one of them? Well, I think that was the thing. Is Channing Tatum was like... Vigorously in all of their promotional material and they kill him ten minutes into the movie. <laughs> Which just is an all time we're gonna use you to sell our movie, but we're not gonna pay you to be in our movie. Hey, that's fine. I mean he still probably got paid, he's channing Tatum. Yeah. Uh random Rotten Tomatoes movie score tie to end the podcast. Um so LeBron James, basketball player. Correct. Um obviously not going to do uh Space Jam one too easy. Um but I'm gonna go with another basketball player, one that is on your list. Shaq, baby. Shaquille O'Neal. 1996 film. Kazam. Oh, shit. 37 tomato reviews. Okay. 25,000 plus audience score ratings. Fantasy comedy, one hour, 33 minutes. What did it get on Rotten Tomatoes with 37 reviews? Rated Eight. PG. 8%. <laughs> 5. Fuck, I was so close! 5%. For your second overall pick. I just want to point that out. I was so close. That's so low. That's so easily. That's one different person giving it a fucking fresh. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna hurt for a while. I wonder who the That one w- felt like one I could have nailed. I wonder who the one person who gave this fresh is. Armin White, maybe? <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> um Armin White just I know we usually end with uh that, but he has not reviewed um Space Jam? Yeah, so. This, mm, see, this feels like one where you'd be, oh, corporate, uh, commercial, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's taking that route. He's giving this fresh. That's why he hasn't reviewed it yet. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everyone's taking his route on this to where they're like, oh, too much studio, yeah. blah, 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 blah. 100% never been more confident. Fun family film. <laughs> But I just, again, I said it last week. I'm going to say it every week. The fact that he reviewed Luca fresh and then deleted his review on Rotten Tomatoes and deleted his review from his publication just tells me all I need to know, dude. All I need to know. That fucking guy. All, all right. I got nothing else. Snake Eyes next week. Maybe draft. Definitely not a Marvel thing. Maybe a fucking Spider-Man trailer. Hopefully. That'll be instead of reviewing an episode, we'll review a movie trailer. <laughs> Sony, you know what to do. Um, in the meantime, be a good friend, everybody.